war on many fronts. While battles are fought by clones in the field, a different war is waged in the Galactic Senate. As heavy losses add up, a group of senators led by Halle Bertoni of Camino propose an escalation of troop production. Senator Padme Amidala, recognizing that more troops will only prolong the fighting, works tirelessly with her allies to introduce a bill to cut military spending and stop the creation of more clone troopers. Once again, Bucketheads, Mayvar Tigar, welcome to the 78th Anaconda Far Poisoning episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is over social media, at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Please email the show, MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you are liking, subscribing, sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert, and if possible, are so inclined. Please give us sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They are the best and easiest way to help support independent shows like us and, and help us uh, break free from the tyranny of the algorithm. Thank you so much for your support, and I can't... I'm so excited you're, you're here. Uh, for many of you, I hope you're... This is a welcoming welcome back. Uh, I hope there's some new people checking out the show as well, and, and welcome aboard. Hope you're enjoying what we're doing over here on MandoVision. And let's... Yeah, we got it. It's, it's uh, Star Wars Clone Wars Rewatch Monday. It's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> but, but you know, we're back. We're, re- we're revisiting uh, the new canon of Star Wars that was introduced to us back in 2010. Uh, uh, this is still predating the Disney acquisition, but this was like the new lore. Uh, lore, I should say, not lure. You know what I meant. But it, it's, it's exciting to go back and revisit it. I'm having a lot of fun kind of re-exploring and reconnecting with some of this material uh, because I think, I, I think at the time I was a touch dismissive of some of it. I, I've, I've kind of talked about that before. Um, how I think initially I viewed, especially these early seasons of the Clone Wars, as like sort of disposable and and uh, not as uh, not as impactful as, as I give them credit for now. When I rewatch them and I watch them with a, a more analytical eye, I think back in 2010 I was watching them and I just like I just you know was like I want my Star Wars. Where's my Star Wars? And you know that's uh, that's what it was. <laughs> and and again, there's, there's there's far more to it. It's a far more complex story. It's far more involved than than all that. And and I'm having a blast talking about these episodes and breaking them down. And it has been uh, a true pleasure to do so. And so today, uh, today we're back with uh, with season two, episode fifteen, Senate Murders. Original air date was March fifth, two thousand and ten. Our plot for this week's episode is in fact. Padme is working to introduce a bill to minimize military spending and halt the creation of clone troopers. But when one of her most trusted allies is poisoned, she and Bail Organa set out to expose the murderer. And that is our plot for this week. So that's the episode. I hope you've watched it already. Uh, If not, that's what we're talking about. And yes, uh, it is implied. Spoilers for the episode. So let's do what we gotta do. Get the show proper... Oh my. Let's get the show proper started and get into things. You know what that means. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. The creation of more warriors will not end this war. 
The financial costs alone will bankrupt and cripple the Republic. By adding more clones to the conflict, we are only escalating destruction, not winning the war. Which is why we must vote for this resolution, to promote more diplomacy, and to bring an end to this killing and hatred. There you have it, the closing of, of Senator Padme Amidala's speech to the Senate, discussing the uh, cutting the military spending for the Clone Wars. No more clone troopers. Uh, let's let's get back to the negotiation tables. Let's let's let you know. Let's give peace a chance. Is what Padme is, is attempting to say here, and that is the crux of our episode for today. Senate murders, like I said, episode two. I'm sorry, season two, episode fifteen. Uh, our director for this week's episode is Brian O'Connell, and written by Drew Z. Greenberg himself. Our cast for this week, stepping up and taking front and center stage, is Catherine Tabor as Padme Amadala. Phil Lamar returns as Bill Organa and the Senate Guard. Tom Kenny is Lieutenant Tan Devo. Uh, Jennifer Hale returns this week as well as Lulu Purs. Jamila McMillan as Hallie Bertoni. Kath Sosi as Mon Mothma. D. Bradley Baker is Anaconda Far and the Police Droid. Uh, Gideon Emery is Me Dichi. <laughs> Ian Abercrombie is Chancellor Palpatine and Tom Kane. Once again, our narrator for the episode this week. This is an interesting episode for sure. Uh, and we're definitely going to talk about some of the uh, complexities of the issue um, of the episode. But I should get out there also. Our Jedi fortune cookie this week, searching for the truth is easy. Accepting the truth is hard. Uh, so uh, just for, I, I want to put something out there, a little bit of uh, interesting trivia as we, as we kind of move forward with, with rewatch Mondays for the, for the Clone Wars. Uh, there's actually two prequel episodes to this one. They take place later in, in, in Season 3, and they are titled uh, Heroes on Both Sides and Pursuit of Peace. And I think it's going to be really interesting to examine those episodes uh, when we get into Season 3, you know, uh, probably in a few months. And, and um, because this episode raises some questions that I think we need to explore that we haven't gotten to, uh, in these first two seasons of The Clone Wars. We haven't really spent a lot of time with the Separatist perspective. And I'm not talking about the ones that we know are behind, like, all the manip manipulation going on with the Senate, with, with the Separatists. You know, like, obviously we know Dooku's pulling strings to aid uh, Tyrannus in his, or I'm sorry, he is Tyrannus, to aid Lord Sidious in his plot to overthrow the Republic and take it over. Um, but the other countless thousands of worlds that are involved that have bought into what, what Dooku is telling them about, you know, we must stand up against the Republic. They are nothing but bullies. They are taking your, your money and your resources and your wealth and exploiting you uh, and, and, and making you look like fools for their, for their glorification. You know, that's kind of like the line he's spinning to all these worlds. And, and we do get to see a little bit more of that down the road with the show. But thus far in these first two seasons, I mean, we're really, we're really just painting the Separatists as just outright bad guys. You know, we spend a lot of time with, you know, folks like General Grievous and, and uh, uh, Senator, uh, General Lothsome, and, and uh, next week we'll, we'll be hanging out with, with Admiral uh, Trench, you know, and, and just bad guy, bad guy, bad guys. Uh, and obviously we know about the Banking Clan and the Trade Federation and the Techno Union and their involvement uh, as sort of the upper echelon of the Separatist movement. And we know their reasons for it are all profit-based. So it'll, it'll be interesting to sort of explore how some of these other worlds that have been brought into the conflict feel about things uh, from their perspective. You know, like, are these other worlds ready to get involved in peace negotiations? Or uh, do they want to, do they 
really, you know, like how far do they want to go with the, with this war to get independence from from the Galactic Republic? And I think the thing that's interesting that again we haven't talked about too much so in the show so far is you you have the clone army for the Republic and the droid army of the Separatists, and you know if you're on the Separatist side, you know of course you're expending incredible resources to support the droid army. Uh, but there's there's no there's not a, a, a I don't want to say there's none but there's not a uh, overwhelming loss of life necessarily on on the military aspect of things probably like there's probably a lot of lot a lot a lot of lives lost just due to the conflict in general uh, but like you know these worlds that are separatists they are supplying their own military it, it at least not to the extent that we've seen thus far it's it's droids and then on the republic side of things you know. We we've talked about it in the past. The the clone army, bred for battle, bred for war, but in essence, a, a slave army. They they've been given no choice. They've been given no options for. Uh, uh, do they believe in this conflict? Do they want to support the republic? No, no, no. They were sort of trained and programmed to support the republic and and to be these warriors for the republic without being uh, uh, given any any sense of uh, individuality. Well. Not individuality, but a freedom of choice, I guess, is the word I want to use there. It was an option for them. This is what they were made to do, instead of recognizing them as sentient beings with a choice. So that's something to kind of um, pay attention to as we kind of move forward into the series. Because when we get to those prequel episodes in Season 3, we do start to get a little bit more of a, of a well-rounded perspective of the war from other sides. And that's, that's going to be really nice to, to, to get into. So if I had one knock on the episode, I would say that it, it's it's obvious that, that Padme's plan is destined to failure. Not just because you know we know that it doesn't doesn't succeed because we we've, we've seen episode three, uh, but because we know that that Palpatine basically controls the Senate and he won't allow this to pass. This is not going to happen. Um, so it, it's sort of an exercise in futility from our point of view, uh, but it speaks volumes about Padme's character and and how she wants to bring. The conflict to an end, and and you know bring about peaceful negotiations, and and try to reach an accord with these separatists who who feel that the, they have been wronged by the republic, and and she wants to go to the table with them and, and talk about these things. So that that's sort of my only little knock on the episode. Um, we do open the episode, by the way. I don't know if you catch it right as we are following C three PO, who has who has a non speaking part in the episode, into uh, Padme's office. Uh, we also see Duchess Satine Kreese leaving. Her office is a small little cameo from Duchess Satine uh, as, the, as the Mandalore trilogy comes to its end. And we see her leave that office there real quick. No no mention of that. And again, C-3PO in the episode, but a non-speaking part as he just drops off some data pads and heads out. Uh, this is Padme meeting with her supporters, who we, we touch base once again with Anaconda Far, the, the Rodian senator who we met back in Season 1, who uh, had initially uh, betrayed Padme to the Separatists in an effort, in an effort to keep the war from Rodia. We, we meet another senator from Rodia, Lolo Purs. Uh, Mon Moth is also in the room, and then Bail Organa comes into the room. There's someone else in the room, too. I didn't make note of it, though. Yeah, I messed up. <laughs> but I think... No, no, no. I think that's it. That is it. And so that's that's where we start. Padme's being called to the Senate. She's about to make her, her address uh, for the... To, you know, hey, here's the reasons why you need to support this bill, and we need to cut military spending and stop creating clone army soldiers. Uh, 
it's interesting the opposition because we get a little a little look at some of the opposition and we are introduced to two new characters, uh, a senator Senator Dici, and uh, Senator Bertoni, a representative from the Kaminoans. Uh, it's interesting to know the Cam uh, the Kaminoans now have a, a a representative in the Senate, despite apparently not being a formal part of the Galactic Republic, uh, but because they are the suppliers of the clone troopers, they've been kind of been given a seat at the table. And obviously, Senator Bertoni, representing the Kaminoans, uh, has no interest in seeing uh, funding go away from the production of a clone army. And Senator Dici is much the same way. Senator Dici, I don't... It's an interesting portrayal of Dici because he, he, I, I very much felt like they were going for a Dracula vibe with him. And I wasn't sure how I felt about that. But they, they play him up like he's this uh, Transylvanian count who lives in a mysterious castle somewhere. It's very, very interesting. Um... But yeah, so we get the we get the the, the speech and, and people seem to like it. But again, Dici and Bertoni, they're like, "This is never going to happen. You know, this needs to stop. You need to stop doing these things. It's a fool's errand." I think is the word they use. And it's shortly after this that Anaconda Far seemingly dies of a heart attack. Let's go ahead and play the scene where uh, Senator Bertoni uh, first comes into Padme's office. This is shortly after the address to the Senate, but before Anaconda Far passes. Uh, and just kind of, you, you, this is so you kind of get that other side of the argument. I want to kind of illustrate and highlight that a little bit more, so check this out. Senator Bertoni, this is a private conversation. Private conversation or separatist conspiracy? How dare you? We are not pro-separatist. We want to end the war. Committing more troops to the front lines will not allow diplomacy to resume. Diplomacy failed the Republic long ago. Senators, please. So this next portion of the conversation is Anaconda Far addressing uh, Senator Bertoni and basically telling her off. What is interesting about this scene, what I like about this scene is, is as far as you know, you know, we've only know Padme's uh, uh, feelings towards Anaconda Far, her calling him his uncle, her uncle, and and things like that. But the last time we saw Anaconda Far, he was betraying Padme, and it wasn't until the end that he stepped up to do the right thing. Eventually, I think this speech that he's going to give here—not speech necessarily, but him stating his ground against Senator Bertoni goes a long way to showing what kind of character he was in, in Padme's eyes and why she considers him an uncle to her. And so let's, let's listen in as he tells off Senator Bertoni. Senator Bertoni, the Kaminoans might have bartered their creation of the clones into a seat in the Galactic Senate, but this does not give you free reign. Thank you for visiting, Senator. We would like to continue our meeting now if you don't mind. Enjoy your moment in the spotlight, Senators. This war will not end soon. All right, there you have it. That sets the stage. That sets us uh, on a... We, we see the opposing side. We see the opposition to the bill and why... Why, uh... uh again, the, the episode is titled Senate Murders, uh, and this is clearly an indication that, like, when the murder happens... Senator Bertoni might become like the prime suspect, and and very rightfully so, because it would seem to have the most impact against her people, and then and their their business venture of creating a clone army for the Republic. I think this does a nice job of of sort of building that tension here, and it goes a long way to sort of setting the stage for uh, showing that these senators that are opposing Padme's bill are are going to going to going to potentially you know. Rest at nothing. Stop at nothing. 
to make sure that does the bill doesn't come to pass. Even though, like we said, we sort of know it's not going to come to pass because Palpatine controls the Senate. If he doesn't want something to happen, it's not going to happen. And, and that's just sort of the way it is. And again, that sort of speaks to the naivete of Padme and, and Bail Organa and Mon Mothma that, that there, there is still a sort of democracy in play here that, they're, they're, that, that they have not been manipulated from the beginning. And, uh, but again, for the purposes of this episode, it does ratchet up the tension, and we start to get, make, get, a, get a list of suspects so that when Anakatafar has what is believed to be a heart attack, and we know it's going to be foul play, it, it, who's your likely suspect? The people who oppose them. And that scene right there would, would strongly point us in the direction of Senator Bertoni from Cam, Camino. Also, okay, so Anaconda has, has had his fatal heart attack. He has died. Uh, they're, they're on the platform. He's, being, he's going to be returned to Rhodia. And another Rhodian official is, is sort of speaking about Anaconda. This is where we get a glimpse of a lot of uh, other members of the Senate. And uh, our only glimpse of Jedi in this episode as well. We see Master Yoda. We see Mace Windu. Uh, we also see Duchess Satine again, just in case anyone's paying attention to that sort of thing. Um, and they speak kindly of Anaconda. But this is before, this is again, this is, at this point, the characters just think he, 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 he passed. He had a heart attack. And that's the end of the story. It's not until the next scene that we realize that, oh no, foul play is on the table. What's happened? I'm afraid, my friends, that Lieutenant Devo here has some questions about Senator Favre. Do you know of anyone who, uh, oh, how to put this, hated Senator Favre enough to kill him? What? All right, so at this point in the episode, Padme wants to delay the vote. She can't have them voting with, with these, these rumors swirling around that Anaconda had been murdered. That would be a distraction. It, it, would, it, would, it would hurt their efforts to, to cut the military spending and halt the creation of more clones. So she wants to run her own investigation. She doesn't like Lieutenant Devo. And you can't say that he's a uh, character that endears himself to, the, to Padme and, and the other politicians very easily. Uh, he's, uh, I, you know, I, I tried to think of a good comp- comparison for him. Because he's, he's sort of, on the surface, is buffoonish, but he's not, he's far from an idiot. Um, he just is very much, he has his theories, and that's what he's going to operate on. And he's not really willing to uh, necessarily hear what Padme and Bail Organa and Man- Mon Mothma have to say about their suspicions and their, uh, what, what the, you know, the things that had occurred that, that maybe point them in a different direction. It's interesting to see Padme sort of go against the system in this way. You would think she kind of would b- believe in the police, let them do their job. But no, no, no. And there, again, there is a personal stake here for Padme with, you know, Anaconda being uh, such a close friend of hers. You know, again, she, uh, Anaconda is a character that she referred to as her uncle. And, and so I, I think there's some personal stakes here. Uh, they don't talk about that as much. I just think it, it's that mixed with the fact that she doesn't seem to like or trust uh, Devo to do his job correctly. So she takes it upon herself to run an investigation. Mon Mothma convinces uh, Padme to let, let Bail Organa give her a hand. So we get more Bail Organa in this episode. And they're going to go and speak to Senator Bertoni and Senator uh, Dici and, and uh, basically accuse them <laughs> of murdering <laughs> of murdering Anaconda Far. So, uh, yeah, I want to play a little bit of this sequence here. This is kind of towards the end of the conversation. But you definitely get a sense of the, the uh, disdain that they had for... Actually, well, one of them, 
is going to outright say it, but it's, it's an interesting scene. And then we'll get a little bit of a clue that Anaconda was up to. He had some things going on. You both opposed Anno's ideas in the Senate. With enough at stake, maybe you decided to silence his voice for good. Anaconda and I were often at odds, but I respected him. I respected him greatly. For the record, I had no respect for Anaconda whatsoever. Ono had a secret meeting at the docks under the Derek Major the night before he died. And you just happened to know about this meeting how? Oh, I was having Ono followed. Just because I respected Ono doesn't mean I wasn't trying to get dirt on him. Of course. The point is, a clandestine, off-the-books meeting under cover of darkness. Perhaps that location holds some clue. Fine. I okay, we'll stop it there. That's a that's a good place to, to kind of get our thoughts together. But this is the next big um, moment in the episode, if you will. They're going to go to the docks, and craziness ensues. Padme and Bale head to the docks. They're trying to figure out why Anaconda would have been there. And... What happens is someone attempts to drop a crate on them and kill them. <laughs> uh, Padme pursues the suspect. It's a good chase sequence. Uh, there, there's, there's blaster fire and all kinds of uh, things being exchanged. Another crate is, is thrown at them. It knocks Bale uh, from the platform. He's hanging onto the edge of the platform, so Padme has to give up the pursuit to, to haul Bale Organa up. This allows the suspect to escape. And it sends uh, Lieutenant Devo to come and chastise them for not listening to him, running their own investigation, and, and causing all kinds of other trouble for him. When I said I didn't want you to interfere with my investigation, I can only assume that you didn't hear me. I had some information about a lead here at the docks. Which you naturally brought to me straight away so I could investigate, only, no, wait, you did the exact opposite of that. There are rules, Senator. My friend was murdered. I don't care about rules. <laughs> don't care about rules? My dear, without rules, there's only chaos. Everyone must care about rules. We know that. But now you've alerted the killer that you're on to him, and my investigation is that much harder. Do you have any... All right, so that's the, that's the point at which uh, they decide that they must have been lured to the docks. Dichi sent them there to have them killed. So they go back to Dichi's office, and they, in fact, find Dichi has been murdered. <laughs> He's been stabbed and is no longer a threat. The Count Dracula of the Star Wars universe is apparently dead. And uh, that is that, right? No, no, no. Not so fast, my friends, because it seems to indicate there's a lot more going on here than you think. And we're going to get to that as we head into the final act here of our episode. All right, so things happen pretty quickly from this point on. Senator Bertoni is missing. Uh, they can't find her. They want to track her down. She's now the next likely suspect because that's who we're doing. That's what we're doing here. The opposition's clearly coming after Padme and her people, right? That's the plan. Uh, Lolo Purs arrives, claiming to have been attacked by Senator Bertoni. Next thing we do, next thing we get, they've tracked down Bertoni. She's being interrogated in front of everyone, which seems very unprofessional from a police uh, standpoint. But yeah. She's there defending herself against uh, Devo's attacks, Devo's accusations, I should say. Um, and again, in front of Padme, Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, Lolo Purs, in front of everybody. And, and she's 
kind of offering up a solution. Devo's operating under the uh, impression that Anaconda Far went to the, the docks to meet with Bertoni. She says that's not true. And then, okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that more in a minute here. But the this is when Devo whips out his, his evidence that would be what's going to be closing the book on Senator Bertoni. Check it out. No, I have this. I ordered an extensive forensic report on Farr as soon as he died. The poison which killed Farr only affects Rhodian blood, and it was developed by Kaminoan scientists. But that's... I didn't kill him! You're Kaminoan, you had access to the poison. That's motive, means, and opportunity. Guards? Padme has to ponder but this for a moment. But the scan must be wrong. If the poison was in all our drinks, Lolo would have died too. What? She's Rodian. She'd have been poisoned too. He didn't notice that part? Unless she didn't drink. But you drank, right, Lolo? Lolo, you didn't drink, did you? You're right. I should have pretended to drink. There we go. Exposed. The killer exposed. All right, so let's get to the the motive here for Lolo. Why did she kill Anaconda Far? She's uh, in a position now. She's taken Padme hostage. So, of course, it's time to explain yourself, right? That's that's what we do in, in situations like this. We explain ourselves, <laughs> basically confess the whole thing. I mean, you've been exposed. Why not, right? Tell, tell the people why you did what you did. Here we go. Why did you kill Anno? He brought war to my planet. No! He made a mistake, Lolo, which everyone seemed to forget, including you. I didn't. Did you honestly think he had the moral right to lead us after he betrayed us? He was sorry. He was weak. We needed someone with strength to stand against this war. I tried to scare him at the docks, but he wouldn't go away, so I removed him. And when I heard Dichi knew about that meeting, he had to go too. Halt. Put down your weapon. All right, so the security droids come in on the other side. They get they get Lola to turn around. Padme knocks the blaster away and delivers a sweet punch to the face, sending Lolo to the ground. And, yeah, that's kind of where we end up with this episode. Everything's sort of answered. I don't have a great... I don't think it's a great explanation. You know, I guess Lolo lured Anaconda far to the docks and attempted to... Uh, you know, kill him there, and it didn't work out. But what are you gonna do? It's it's not the greatest attempted murder plan ever, but the the poison seemed to work pretty well, and she seemed confident that she could frame Bertoni for it. So let's go ahead and see how the the vote at the Senate goes now that uh, you know, it's it's back on, and let's see if Padme is gonna get her way. <laughs> In memory of Anaconda Far. With the final votes tallied, let it be known that the motion to stop the creation of more drone troops has failed, and the continued manufacturing of clone troopers shall proceed as scheduled. There you have it. But Padme's not done. She'll never stop suing for peace. After now, all that... Let me pause it here for a real quick second here. This is an interesting way to close out the episode uh, with, with Padme addressing Palpatine. Uh, them having a little conversation. I liked, I actually liked the way this ended very well. Uh, it does sort of frame everything correctly for Star Wars, for the prequel films, and the way that we know them to play out. So check this out. We lost. I know this decision was most unexpected. 
I myself don't support it, but democracy must stand. Of course. You are right, Chancellor. Mm. Actually, given recent events, perhaps it is for the best. Uh, how can we justify fortifying our security here in the Senate if we don't also provide reinforcements on the front lines? You see, the victory of the clone army, for now, is the only thing that can lead us to peace. And again, that frames it in a way that is very Star Wars, in the way that we know how it's going to play out in, in, uh, in the films. I want to mention uh, Palpatine's entourage. We see them a lot in this movie, in this episode. They don't talk, but uh, Orn Frita is there with him in every episode. Masa Meda is with him in every episode, or um, every shot of this episode for both of them. But yeah, Orn Frita seems to be a character that we are talking about a lot on this show and when we do Bad Batch Fridays, uh, these particularly with those two part on Ryloth. But yeah, it just kind of it's kind of a funny uh, a confluence of timing how uh, Free Ties in so many of these Clone War episodes at the same time he's on the Bad Batch episodes. It was just a very interesting overlap there. And Masameda who who was a, a vocal opponent of Duchess Satine a few episodes ago as well. So uh, kind of nice to see who we know to be Palpatine's uh, sort of loyal entourage at this point. And you know Orn Frita is just kind of, kind of a uh, suck-up at this point. But again, Frita is, is an interesting character too because he's in these entourages, but he's also featured in the Voyage, Voyage of Temptation so where he was with, uh, where he was with Duchess Satine and uh, the independent systems. Now, was he there on behalf of Palpatine's people? We're never really given a full explanation of that. But it is something to kind of wonder about if there's more explanation for. And again, it's an animated series, and you have to have these character models ready to go. So maybe they're just like, "Hey, we need to we need to plug in a character here. Who can we use? Who do we have a, have a, a rendered model for that's ready to go?" And, and they're just like, "Yeah, put in free tots. It's all good." But you have to imagine that from a storytelling from from a story perspective, he's there uh, as as sort of like Palpatine's envoy to the independent planets uh, who want to stay neutral in the war because obviously we know ryloth is not neutral in the war so that's something you know i don't i don't think i talked about that <laughs> in those mandalorian episodes uh but hey we're addressing it right now right so there it is you gotta you think about it in, in that regards and it makes sense that that frita was there uh but that is our episode that is uh star wars the clone wars senate season two episode 15 senate murders what did you all think of this one there's a lot of interesting subtext there they don't dive too deep into some of it, it's you know, it's it's kind of Star Warsy in the sense that it stays on the surface here. But there's a lot of interesting things about the episode. I think it's like, I think it's a seven. I I could make an argument for a six point five, um, but it's solid enough. There's enough intrigue. I like the way they sort of do the misdirect where they're they're pointing the the uh, the suspicion on the Bertoni and to Dici, even though you know it's too obvious and there'll be more of a twist. Uh, Again, you could you can also make the argument that Lolo Purs being a character that we had never seen before was the next obvious that was the most likely suspect as uh, all the red herrings were pointing towards Bertoni and Dici. Uh, so again, it's not overly complicated as far as as a murder plot goes, but an interesting enough episode. And because the topics of it are are interesting, like I like, you know, again Padme and and Mon Mothma and Bail Organa, people who we know are going to be the 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 beginning of the rebellion. Not Padme, we know she. Has, she has a different destiny, but Bail Organa and and Mon Mothma in particular, the architects of the of the rebellion, uh, in this movement with Padme as as she attempts to sue for peace and and to 
bring negotiation back to the table and, and, and try to end the war this way, diplomatically, not through more conflict and, and you know, the, the defeat of the separatists on the battlefield kind of situation. I like that. I think that's interesting stuff. And it speaks volumes about her as a, as a character and attempting to, to still uphold her values and what she believes in. So yeah, I think for, I think on that part alone, it, it gets the seven, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to talk more about this episode in maybe a different context when when we get those two prequel episodes that come up next season. So it'll be a lot of fun, a lot a lot of fun. All right, but that's Clone Wars rewatch Mondays. So we are done for this this for today at least. We'll be back again. I think we have uh, the calendar's a little jumbled in my head. I think there's another Bad Batch Friday coming up after you hear this one. Oh, there definitely is. Yeah, definitely have Bad Batch Friday coming up. And, uh, yeah, we're keeping it busy with Star Wars stuff. I've mentioned it before. I think there's going to be a little bit of a pause in between Star Wars, Clone Wars, Rewatch Mondays, between Season 2 and Season 3. I think we're going to do a little featurette on some of the characters, particularly highlighting some of the Jedi who we see but we don't maybe know as well as we might like to. So I think we're going to do a couple episodes like that, and then we'll get into Season 3 of Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Uh, That'll be in September, I would imagine. So that's the plan there, okay? And, uh... If you like other pop culture news, please check out the TomCast podcast, the other podcast I do that is uh, based on everything else that's not Star Wars. <laughs> Marvel, DC, movies, TV, all comic books, the whole thing. We even talk about video games on occasion. Have some fun over there. I want to thank you all so much for listening to this episode. It's been a lot of fun. It's always great having you here. Being able to talk about Star Wars with so many uh, like-minded people is always a blast. I hope you're having fun, and I thank you so much for the support. Uh, please follow social media at Mandovision, uh, excuse me, at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandovisionTom at gmail.com. And again, make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. And if you have the time and the inclination, five-star reviews, so insanely helpful. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, and so many, many more. Please let me know if there's something that we're not on and I'll make sure we get there. I just whacked my arm against the desk and it hurt really badly. <laughs> I'm almost impressed I didn't yelp in pain. I uh, just kept talking. So that I'm, maybe I'm getting better at this professional podcasting thing. We'll, 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 I'll let you all be the judge of that. All right. In the meantime, we got to go, but we're going to be back very, very soon. You know Bad Batch Friday is just around the corner. Everyone take care of each other. Stay safe. Uh, keep your buckets on for safety's sake. And remember, this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.